This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hey there, welcome back to the Pick of the Bunch. This is Christo here. In this episode, I'm joined by Ben Greenfield. If you don't know who Ben Greenfield is, he is he's a big name in the health and um, fitness space. So... Just to give you a little bit of a spiel about Ben, back in 2008, he was voted as America's America's top personal trainer. He's gone on to build a a blog where he publishes articles every single week, which reach over a million followers uh, that follow him and consume his information. He's a super kind of health freaky guy, like he, he does these... Well, I don't know if you call it biohacking, but he basically uses himself as a guinea pig and does all sorts of health experiments on himself and some really interesting ones. There's one that he shares at the start of this episode, which is sure to blow your mind. It blew my mind. There's, um, it's not very often that I completely lose it laughing in an episode. And this episode, he did it. <laughs> I lose it. And uh, I have a really good laugh listening to what he did to himself, basically, and uh, and the results of it. Uh, he's a... Um, He's a racer. He does all sorts of crazy Spartan races and Ironman challenges and things. Very credible guy. Super duper healthy himself. Lives in the forest. And this episode, it gets a little wild. He's also actually a New York Times bestselling author. On He's written his own book around uh, health and so on. So very credible, super duper credible, credible guy and has trained lots of professional athletes as well. But this episode, he's out in the forest. So forgive the audio quality that it gets a little wild on this episode. There's a couple of swear words dropped and the the um, audio, because he's, he's actually in the forest, this is how he rolls. So definitely suits the episode. But the audio quality gets a little funky because there's a bit of wind and background noise and so on. Uh, I still wanted to, of course, publish this episode, even with that kind of audio kind of ruffling a bit and a bit of sound um, interference because he shares so much gold in this episode around ways to improve your health for anyone, especially all of us who work a lot uh, in business and in small business and some things that you can do in your work environment right away to improve the the quality, you know, your health and energy and focus in your work environment. So super cool episode. And he shares things that I haven't heard shared anywhere else, basically, to do with different areas and, and, and um, in your workspace, things to do with even the air quality, the light, the water that you consume and the electricity and interference and so on and how that can impact your your body and your kind of brain fog. And so a really cool episode. You'll enjoy the show. Any questions about it, feel free to post through to Basic Bananas via email or anywhere on social media and we will look after you there. Enjoy the show. All right, Ben Greenfield, welcome to the show. What's shaking, baby? I am, I'm, I'm stuck in a hurricane out here in Washington State. Oh, really? Been to my, well, you've been out to my house before, and I live down in the forest where I've got pretty, pretty shitty cell phone reception, really. And I can fix that by kind of walking up on the farm roads behind my house. But when I'm on the farm roads behind my house, I'm always, of course, blasted by the, the wind-swept plain. So uh, if people wonder uh, whether or not I'm like sailing on a giant boat on the on the seas, or if I am indeed stuck in a tropical storm, that's not the case. It's beautiful. It's it's sunny. It's gorgeous. 
I'm this is just the, the farm fields of the beautiful inland northwest baby <laughs> i love it and um we're, we're big on doing business and talking business anywhere on earth uh, i think we're very much aligned uh in that department uh, i've had my morning surf for the day that's a, a non-negotiable that uh happens every day so i'm happy now and, and i'm happy that you're out in the in the wild too this is a nice way to do it <laughs> Good, good. Um, we're such fucking hippies. <laughs> we are. We're modern day hippies with digital stuff helping us. Um, so, so man, what I wanted to to run through today and thought would be awesome for our audience is um, well, the t- title kind of around kind of health hacks for busy business people. So everyone's busy and they usually their health suffers as a result. Um, so what would be cool? like we could talk for obviously two months and you wouldn't draw a breath with, you know, tips and advice on health. We could go through everything and anything. So um, with the the time we have, what I thought would be kind of cool, and you might want to steer in different directions, like, but how to maintain energy throughout the day for, for busy business people, like alternatives, you know, opposed to coffee or even your thoughts on coffee and things like that. Um, what I'd love to do too is, if you could explain some of the things you've taken me on a tour of your home and um, it'd be cool to kind of do like a little audio tour of the house, just explain what's what's where and what you got in your office um, in terms of contraptions. And it's kind of like, um, it's like to paint a picture for, for people listening. Ben's kind of like the, my impression of you is like the super duper health guy, but like you're kind of like mad scientist at the same time, like all these contraptions and things that you do and you do to yourself. Um, so be cool to kind of run through some of those toys you've got as well. All right. Yeah. I, I think, I think I get what you want to go after. So we're not going to talk about like injecting your penis with stem cells as much as cool things you can do to maintain your energy during the day. If we it. can later um, on the call touch on that as well, that would be good. <laughs> but yeah, no, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, we'll tackle that elephant in the room right away because uh, I mean it's a big old elephant. Um, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. It's uh, I, yeah, I, I have actually had my dick injected with stem cells, with platelet-rich plasma, with all manner of these different things because as a as an immersive journalist, a blogger, an author, you know, guy who travels around kind of guinea pigging biohacks and strange shit in my body i had a foray that i did for men's health magazine where they sent me on this three-month quest to kind of like figure out everything a a dude could do to enhance his sexual performance and um it it involved among other things getting my dick injected with stem cells and also with this stuff called called platelet-rich plasma from the blood that they took out of my arm so uh so yeah um i have uh I, I, I have definitely done the stem cell thing, but that is not required for energy at the office or at your home during the day. I'll tell you what is required and can, what can I was just get on re- what was what happened just really quickly as a result of that? Like what did it, did you notice anything? Oh dude, yeah. Oh man, your your orgasms last like four times long. Like I orgasm for like a minute. My <laughs> wife, you know, she, she's like, dude, you you know, she's up there. She's like, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go do my hair and you know make some tea. And you, you gotta stop. You gotta stop coming at some point. So yeah, you, you get better orgasms. You get better erections. Uh, your libido goes up. Um, and the size increases a little bit just because you get more blood vessels as well. So I mean, it's 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 uh it's better living through science. I'm a fan. 
I'm a fan. I'm glad I did it. If I if I get if I get dick cancer next month, I'll let you know so you can yeah, watch your list. Maybe we can do an update so, or see you just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. That sounds good. You've so, done some out there things to your body. You kind of like use yourself as a bit of a guinea pig. <laughs> and that's a uh uh that's I don't know. I haven't heard that one before. That's a, it's, it's, um exceptional. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I I've you know, that's kind of my shtick, though, is I travel around the world just doing crazy shit to my body. And um, But when I'm at home, you know, I, I like a lot of people. I'm hunched over the computer. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I, I work with technology, meaning I'm like podcasting. Granted, right now, I happen to be lucky enough to be out in the sunshine walking and talking to you. But I do spend a lot of time in kind of an office-based environment. And for the longest time, I, I did indeed find that I would get things like brain fog in the afternoon, mm. uh, poor sleep or insomnia or restless brain at night or grogginess in the morning, a uh, little bit of like uh, headaches here and there, uh, occasionally some gut issues while I was working, like, you know, bloating, gas, stuff like that. That was kind of distracting, mm. especially if you're in meetings or you can't step away. And so, um, so what it really comes down to in my opinion, is let's say that you've already found the diet that's right for you. All right, that's a whole different rabbit hole and we could go down that. But I mean, essentially, mm. let's say you're eating good, whole, real food. And, you know, whether you're high carb or low carb or whatever, you're, 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 you're eating a, a, a diet comprised of just good, rich, nutrient-dense, digestible food that your grandparents would have recognized. All right, let's say you got that out of the way. Mm -hmm. Let's say also that you have some kind of an exercise program set up, right? Maybe you're hitting the gym, maybe you're surfing like you, maybe you got tennis or football or whatever. And, and you, and you kind of have the exercise piece squared away. Cause that's not hard for a lot of people to figure out the exercise and the diet when it comes to a lot of resources out there on this stuff. But what people don't take into account, this is the stuff that just strips energy away from you during the day. And that would be four variables, air, light, water and electricity air light water and electricity those can either work for you or they can work against you hmm. so that's the way that i've optimized my office environment and my home environment for energy for focus for sleep for for cognition it all comes down to those relatively invisible variables that i think people don't think about because they're so focused on you know, on the stuff that's kind of old news, right? Like don't sit all day, eat good food, don't eat candy bars at work, you know, stuff like that is stuff I don't think I need to waste the time of your audience talking about. So ultimately, uh, that first variable, air, there is, or, or there are a host of issues with what's called indoor air pollution. There's as, as big of a deal in many cases with outdoor air pollution, but indoor air pollution, mold, fungus, stale air, air that does not have the same amount of what are called negative ions in it, such as you would find if you were out surfing or on the beach or walking in the forest or in the wind like I am. You know, I'm, I'm just getting blasted with these negative ions right now and fresh air. Now, indoors, you don't get a lot of that. And as a result, you get less oxygen. You create less nitric oxide, which is kind of like Viagra for your whole body. And in addition to that, if you are in a home or an office environment, and this is very common nowadays, that has mold or fungus or 
uh, what are called volatile organic compounds that are seeping off of furniture, paint. Uh, if you have um, issues such as like dust, dust mites, all sorts of things that, that can cause you to suffer in terms of your respiratory system, your immune system, and your nervous system doesn't do you any favors. So mm. first thing that I do is I optimize air in my environment. The, the two lowest hanging fruit, in my opinion, that anybody can do to their home is A, get a really good standalone HEPA air filter unit. That's H-E-P-A, HEPA air filter. Uh, the one that I like right now, well, there's two that I like. One is a HEPA air filter. One is a lot more advanced technology that costs a little bit more money, but that is an even better filtration system than a HEPA. So uh, there's one called an air doctor, an air doctor. And that one's cool because it filters the air using HEPA filtration, but then it also uh, has a negative ion generator. So it produces these same ions you'd get if you were like in the forest or on the beach. So that's a good one. The other one that I like is made by a company called Molecule. It's spelled with a K. And that's like this cool looking space AG unit that does an even better job of filtering the air. In addition to that, if you were to Google or look up this cool study called the NASA Clean Air Study, the NASA Clean Air Study identifies about a dozen different plants that actually naturally clean the air release a bunch of extra compounds, the same stuff you get from like, you know, an essential oil diffuser into the air. And that is just fantastic to, to, to add in there if you have the ability to add those plants and greenery that are listed in that NASA clean air study. Now I have both in my home. I got a bunch of these NASA house plants. I have a molecule and then I have an air doctor. So I'm very cognizant of the air that I'm breathing and the, one other resource I would point your audience towards if they want to do something like analyze whether or not they actually have mold in their home or analyze whether or not they have mold or fungi in their body breathing bad air, uh, it's uh, the website survivingmold.com, survivingmold.com. So that's number one, the air. Uh, is that pretty straightforward? Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. I guess that, that works for everyone too, because even if, if someone's listening going, well, we've got a you know an aircon unit in our building, we can still get these filters in the space where they sit and where they they work, um, and especially at home, super easy. That was good. That was wicked. I love it. So yeah, yeah. So the next thing I pay a lot of attention to is light. I actually just published a post on my website called "Sunlight Makes You Skinny, Blue Light Makes You Fat." And that whole article was about this problem with modern LED, modern fluorescent lighting, and modern screens and computer monitors. And the fact that those have been shown in many studies to not only cause retinal damage, headaches, brain fog, and sleep-related issues, but they also create a great deal of eye strain and even ADD or ADHD-like focus problems while you're trying to freaking write or pay attention or work on the computer or do whatever you're doing under this lighting. So what I recommend for that is, first of all, there's a really good computer software program called Iris Tech. Iris Tech, like Iris, like the eyes. Yeah. Now, what you do is you install that on your computer and it will automatically reduce the amount of blue light your computer makes at whatever time it's like, you know, 
sunset in the world, it'll reduce blue light in general, reduce flicker, but then you can even switch it to be like a red light screen at night. You want to do the same thing with your phone. You want to shift your phone into night mode in the evenings. Now, as far as lighting in your home, I used to be a big proponent of this form of lighting called biological LED, which means that you can select bulbs that have more blue light in certain awake and alert areas of the house and more red light and less blue light in the areas where you'd want to be sleeping, for example. Mm. And uh, I'm no longer a fan of that because I did some testing of my home and they produce a lot of flicker and they also produce a lot of what's called electrical pollution, dirty electricity. And so the best form of lighting for your office or your home is a form of lighting called um, incandescent. And you want to get these bulbs called clear incandescent bulbs. They take up more power than LED, but they're far more compatible to human biology. The other form of lighting that works really well is, believe it or not, uh, candle-based lighting, right? Actual, uh -huh. just like ca candles that you light, they have in the home, they have in the office at night or work at night. That yep. helps a lot. And if you, if you can't replace the lights, then you get some of these blue light blocking glasses. There's a whole bunch of companies that make really good blue light blocking glasses. You don't have to just wear those at night. You can wear them during the day. There are even newer companies like uh, uh, um, there's uh, one called Raw. There's one called Swanies. Uh, there's, there's one called um, Amber. And they make clear lenses that are a little bit easier uh, in terms of just like not having that awkward yellow, orange, reddish tint that kind of freaks people out when they look at you. So yeah. wearing blue light blocking glasses, paying attention to the monitor and screens, and then trying to replace any harsh LED or fluorescent lighting in your home or office environment with either candle or uh, what's called incandescent, clear incandescent, uh, or just as much daylight as possible, right? That's the best way to go as far as lighting is concerned. So that's number yeah. two would be light. Yeah. Now, I, like I recommend that, that your listeners also go go read that article that I published over at bengreenfieldfitness.com on sunlight makes you skinny, blue light makes you fat, because there's way more you can do for lighting, but those are the low-hanging fruits. Nice. Um, the next one would be water. And when it comes to water... Uh, the main thing is that a lot of water has has chlorine, you know, in Europe, and I don't know how it is in Australia, there's a little less fluoride, but you still get a lot of pharmaceuticals, birth control pills, uh, contaminants, particles, metals, et cetera, in water. And mm. if you're staying adequately hydrated during the day, I'm a big fan of ensuring that you're drinking really good, clean, clear, filtered water. The best type of water filter out there, if you just want to go out there and get the best, is reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis is the type of filtration system that you want. There's a, actually a really good standalone unit, kind of similar to like that air doctor or that molecule that I talked about. Mm -hmm. That's a good standalone unit for air. The, the really good one for water is called an AquaTrue. It's a really good reverse osmosis unit that also has uh, like a bacterial filtration system in it so the water tank doesn't develop bacteria which is very common in a lot of these reverse osmosis units. Now, the only problem with reverse osmosis is that it's such a good filtration system that you also miss out on minerals. It filters all the minerals out of the water. Mm -hmm. So you got to like keep some sea salt or something on your desk, uh, 
trace liquid mineral drops, anything like that. And you want, when you drink water during the day, you add a little salt to it, or you add some of these liquid mineral drops to it. And it allows you to drink really crystal clear, clean water, but then you have minerals added into it so that you're staying adequately hydrated. Cause a lot of people, they drink enough water, but the problem is they're not getting enough minerals, magnesium, potassium, trace electrolytes, things like that. So they drink a lot of water and their cells are still dehydrated because you have to have minerals in order for the water to pass into the cells. So, gotcha. so that's really important as well is the water piece. You can also buy glass bottled water. Like anytime I'm traveling, one of the first things that I do before I head over to my hotel is I'll just swing into a Whole Foods or a Safeway or whatever. And I just grab a bunch of bottles of Pellegrino or Geraldine or, or one of these like really good glass bottled water systems. And I'll just like get a couple of bags full of those. And that's the water that I'll drink while I'm at the hotel instead of the plastic bottled water or the tap water. Yeah. So that's always an option too. Is what, what is a bunch of glass. What's your opinion on that, on the whole like plastic bottle and plastic, you know, like drinking out of plastic bottles, like in terms of contaminants. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if it's, if it's BPA free, the plastic that they use, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but glass or stainless steel are far better choices. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then like the elephant in the room, of course, the biggie. And when you, when you were at my house, you may have noticed there was like no Wi-Fi signal. It's not a smart home. There's no like smart appliances. There's no Alexa. There's no, um, you know, Amazon button in the refrigerator, nothing like that. Yeah. Because I, I ruthlessly, limit my exposure to cell phone signals to wi-fi and to bluetooth because of the mounting body of evidence about the damage that those cause to cellular membranes to neural tissue to cognitive function to sleep all sorts of issues so if you have the option to turn off your wi-fi router and to use an ethernet cable to hardwire into the router instead that's a smart thing to do. If you don't have the need to be on your phone when you're at your computer, flip it into airplane mode because cell phone signals are, are notorious forms of dirty electricity. And even if you can't flip it into airplane mode, at least disable the Bluetooth and disable the Wi-Fi on the phone. I even go as far, and this reduces dirty electricity from the phone by over 80%. I disable 4G and LTE as well so it's kind of like a little bit more like an old school style flip phone mm. so uh so for the the phones or something that need to be managed you can put your phone in a case that'll remove some of the electricity there's a case uh, made by a company called defender shield it's a pretty good case for the phone that works really well um a few other things that you want to make sure that you do are any appliances uh anything from a treadmill to a refrigerator to um uh, what are some other examples? Uh, microwaves are a whole different issue. Uh, but anything that has Wi-Fi on it, even like my freaking barbecue girl has Wi-Fi, I just disable Wi-Fi on anything I can disable Wi-Fi on, mm. and I keep the Bluetooth off on anything I can keep the Bluetooth off on, because that shit adds up when you're surrounded by it. So as much as you can mitigate that, the better. Uh, regarding the microwaves, by the way, microwaving is not it's not that bad for food a lot of people freak out and they're like oh it's going to nuke my food and turn me into a you know three-eyed monster but really that's not the issue more more the issue is what the microwaves do to your body because even when you're not using the microwave it creates this constant signal so i just i don't even have a microwave 
she's uh. like an electric oven or a toast toaster oven or whatever. Microwaves are bad news bears. Again, not for the food, but just for your body. Um, so the other things when it comes to electricity is I realize a lot of people work in an office and you, know, you can't fucking like go unplug the wireless router because you'll yeah. piss off everybody in the office and have <laughs> Wi-Fi. And you can't like, you know, go go turn off everything that's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi or, you know, a whole bunch of people are going to complain. You're playing it fire. So you can, you can at least mitigate some of the damage. And there's a lot of things you can do to mitigate some of the damage from Wi-Fi. But probably the two biggest things, one is common, one is less common. So the common one would be really focus on a high intake of antioxidants from like, you know, wild plants and herbs like curcumin and spices like thyme and rosemary and foods that are like really good. They have like a good, good curry taste and, you know, bitter greens and, you know, concentrate dark berries, uh, dark fruits, purple cabbage, kale, bok choy, even like cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower, and garlic and onions, all of these, like a high intake of really good, somewhat pungent, either bitter or, uh, or like sulfurous type of stinky plants. Those help a ton with helping your body to fight off a lot of the free radicals that are generated by a large amount of dirty electricity. And then the other thing that's a little less common is there is a form of electricity that the planet Earth emits. It's called pulsed electromagnetic fields, also abbreviated PEMF. And these can actually restore the voltage to the cell membranes that become damaged or fall into a, a, a less than favorable voltage in response to dirty electricity. So not only is getting outside, you know, walking on the beach barefoot, going outside barefoot, laying on your back in the grass, you know, after you've been traveling or on airplanes or exposed to a lot of dirty electricity, good. But you can also even purchase devices if you can't get outside as much that actually generate these pulsed electromagnetic fields. You can buy PEMF mats. You know, I sleep mm. on one. You can buy PEMF like pads that you stand on while you're at work. You can buy little PEMF devices. There's one really good one called a flex pulse that you can just flip on and kind of like have over an area of your body while you're working. Those work pretty well also at mitigating some of the damage. And I mean, this sounds cheesy and hippie and it's not PEMF, but it still helps a little bit. Those Himalayan salt lamps that you see, those actually generate a pretty decent amount of negative ions that I mentioned earlier when I was talking about air. And negative ions can also help to mitigate some of the damage from dirty electricity. So th those, are, those are some of the low-hanging fruits for air, light, water, and electricity. And I guarantee that if you're eating a diet rich in good whole foods, again, the type of stuff your ancestors would have eaten and recognized, if you're staying physically active throughout the day, whether that's a standing workstation or a walking treadmill, a little workout at the beginning of the day or the end of the day or both. And then you manage these other variables most people forget about, air, light, water, and electricity. You're going to have a lot better energy levels at work. You'll better sleep. Uh, you'll reduce your risk of chronic diseases. You'll have less inflammation. You'll have more stabilized blood sugar levels. You'll have healthier mitochondria, which are the powerhouses of your cells. So a lot of cool shit happens when you take care of this stuff that a lot of people neglect to take into account just because, you know, most magazines out there are still just saying whatever, you know, don't sit all day and eat a salad for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Eat less and don't sit. <laughs> Drink water, but this yeah, is good. This just, is, is more specific and this yeah, has been great. There's, 
there's so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. What what is what are your thoughts on fasting? You know, people go look like I lose weight. You know, move more like and and fa- what's the whole? What's your opinion on the whole fasting and intermittent fasting and all that? It works like gangbusters. I fast every day, so every 24 hours I have a period of time, including when I sleep. I go 12 to 16 hours without eating, and then I do a quick workout in the morning, fasted. I like to throw cold in there too, like jumping in the cold river or taking a cold shower after. It's great for staying lean. And the cool thing is it's also, as you may have seen from a lot of research that's coming out on this, it's really good for fighting inflammation and it's really good for longevity. So I'm a definite fan and it takes a few weeks to get used to this. But if you eat less at work and you just do more like, you know, sparkling water and maybe some gum, coffee, tea, that kind of stuff, and you just don't snack while you're at work, and you instead just eat like a breakfast, eat a lunch if you have the opportunity, even though it's not required, eat a dinner and try to finish dinner a little bit before bedtime. Uh, What happens is you get a lot of the benefits of fasting because it appears that the benefits of fasting seem to come not from caloric restriction per se, so I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a long time if I'm freaking cold and hungry all the time and I can't just like, you know, have a steak and, and a mm. couple of glasses of wine. So the, the benefits of fasting seem to instead come from simply having a long period of time between meals and giving your gut a break regularly. And mm. so there's no rule that you can't like have a little bit for breakfast, wait four hours, eat a, you know, eat a nice lunch, big salad, you know, with some fish or seeds or nuts and then wait until 7 p.m. or whatever, and then have dinner, and you don't have to snack or graze at all, and you get a lot of those benefits of fasting without necessarily having to, like, calorically restrict. You know, for me, I'll have a big fishbowl-sized glass of wine and a 16-ounce steak and some sweet potato fries and a nice salad with dinner, you know, but that also is after I haven't eaten for seven hours since lunch, and then after dinner, you know, sometimes I won't eat for another 16 hours, so... You know, it's kind of the key with fasting is uh, you know, a lot of people get confused and they, they ditch it after weeks. They're just hungry all the time when, in fact, you can still eat all the food you want. You just eat it in more of a compressed window. Yeah, yeah. It's good to hear it coming from you as well. Um, you know, you're obviously super healthy and all the, you know, like the racing and everything that you do and sustain and your energy levels and stuff. And then to hear that you actually drink a glass of wine, cause it's like, to me, it sounds terrible to <laughs> not terrible, but like, you know, some people it's like over the top and then they're kind of full of it. Like I think a lot of health experts out there, it's like, don't touch any sugar, don't touch it. But then really in their own time, they're kind of hooking into it in secrecy or something, who knows, but uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, it's, it sounds like yeah. doing it in the right you know, the right amounts and things. No, I mean, like, and don't, don't get me wrong, you know, like I drink organic wine. That's really like micro filtered to take out a lot of the, the toxins that tend to be in wine these days. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, like I'll have ice cream tonight, but like I make my own ice cream. I, I make it out of like avocados and ice and dark chocolate powder and stevia. And I throw some collagen in there and I've got like this wonderful salted caramel flavored stuff. And I just put put a bunch of stuff in there and make myself amazing ice cream at night. And it tastes even better than like store-bought ice cream. It's like creamy. And I put like cacao nibs and coconut flakes and all sorts of superfoods on top of it. And, you know, so, you know, I have ice cream, but it's good, healthy ice cream. I have wine, but it's good, healthy wine. You know, if I smoke weed, I always ask for like, you know, give me the pesticide herbicide free stuff, you know, so I'll smoke weed, but even that will be healthy. 
So, yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with vices. Just try and choose vices that aren't dog shit for your body. Yeah, 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 awesome. There was, there was one um, thing at your place, just in, in terms of just maybe in, in, in wrapping up, because there's been so much info you've just unleashed on us. So um, I've been taking notes frantically, so I'll pop these all in the show notes. And just in terms of your own little space, um, something that, that stood out to me since actually being at your house, which I've kind of tried to implement a little bit. I like obviously standing desk we've had for a while, but just I remember you said um, in your workspace, you, like I actually looked in your workspace and there's, there's devices kind of all over the place. It's like the little mad scientist um, lab, but, and, but you had even those like weights lying around and just one thing you said was you might just pick up and move around. Like I, I can't remember the exact words, but it was as if you said something like, you know, during the day, you might just pick up a weight and just like lift it a couple of times and then 20 minutes later, there's something where, you know, like you're doing a squat or something, but it was just about moving while working. Um, yeah. Cause, cause people get parked yeah. on, their, on their butt. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. That, that's like a perfect, perfect practical tip for us to end on. So there's three things that I kind of keep around the house and a lot of the clients who I coach, I have them do the same thing. So number one is one of those door frame pull-up bars, right? And every time I walk underneath the door to my office, I have a rule that I got to do at least three pull-ups, right? So if I'm going in and I'm out of my office 10 times during the day, I might do 30 pull-ups by the time the, the day's over. And then I also have a kettlebell that I keep kind of like beside my stand-up desk off to the side of it. And it's not a heavy kettlebell, but it's just enough to kind of get my heart rate up a little bit. And so for 25 minutes, and then I'll stop and I'll do like anywhere from 10 to 30 kettlebell swings, right? And mm. I'll... I'll do that during, you know, like the four hours of deep work that I do during, during the morning when I'm doing a lot of writing, you know, so I'll write for 25 minutes, do some kettlebell swings, walk outside, take a breath of air, come back in, keep working. And then the other thing that really helps, uh, this is a pretty cool thing. It'll just get you hella strong, increase your grip strength, increase your athleticism, increase your muscle mass. Uh, it's, it's even associated with improvements in longevity. And that would be a hex bar. A hex bar, you remember this. I had you lift one when you were at my house, I think. Uh, yes. So it's just like this bar that you stand in the middle of. You put some heavy weight on it, and you just keep it in some room of your house. And you tell yourself, okay, every single day, you know, whatever. Maybe I'm going to do it at, at 8 a.m. and at noon and at 5 p.m. or whatever. I'm just going to pick this thing up off the ground five to ten times. Right? So you're constantly sending your body a message, even if it's not like a formal weightlifting session. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to lift heavy shit a couple of times during the day and it keeps you anabolic. It maintains muscle. It, there's a lot less like cognitive willpower required to do that versus like going to the gym for an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's a cool little trick. So yeah, door frame, pull up bar, kettlebell and a hex bar. If you got one of those in your home or in your office or both, uh, preferably all three, you can just like crush through the day and the cool part is you get to the end of the day and if your friends have invited you out for drinks or you got something going on or you want to serve or whatever, going to the gym is not really a requirement. It's more optional because you've been kind of boogieing all day long and lifting little things here and there. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. That's just kind of, I've, I've never been a gym guy. I never had a gym membership. I just like to sort of do stuff like surf or that kind of approach. I like the... I love it. I like the idea of setting just, you know, it's a rule every time you walk in and out of the room, things like that. Um, and it's, it's just going to help with focus as well. Even the kettlebell swings, it's all, that's um, awesome. I'm going to implement this stuff. There's going to be some changes around Basic Bananas headquarters. 
Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, my 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 apologies to any of your employees who really like their uh, their Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, this yeah. has been awesome. So, um, in terms of you, what's what's coming up for you, or where should we send people? So, people if they want to check out more, BenGreenfieldFitness.com. Yeah, I mean, just go. You know, I do a podcast a couple times a week. I try and interview people who know a lot more about this shit than I do, and um, that's over at BenGreenfieldFitness.com. I also write at least one article per week, typically like a good, like 3000 to 4,000 word long form article. That's just either, you know, the latest, greatest workout stuff break down to like whatever, a low carb diet or is coconut oil really poison or, mm. you know, any of these things that people wonder about. I just sit down and write about it. Cause that's what I love to do is I, I dig through all the research. I talk to all the experts and then, um, you know, the the one thing I am good at is kind of distilling all the information down and making it palatable for people. So that's what I do each week over at bengreenfieldfitness.com. Perfect. And what's the, the podcast show? Is it the same title? People are looking at Yeah, if you, just do a search for, if you just do a search for Ben Greenfield Podcast, you'll find it. Perfect. Thanks so much, mate. This has been awesome. And um, look forward to hosting you in Australia sometime. I've got a spare room and about 15 surfboards with your name on them ready to go. Well, that's sweet. Yeah, I got to get over there sometime. I've never been. People always invite me over there. You know, when I used to do Ironman triathlons, everybody was like, hey, you got to do triathlons in Australia. And um, when, when, when the stars align and uh, honestly, somebody, uh, somebody plunks down the money and pays me to come over there and talk and flies me over, I'll make it happen. So <laughs> awesome. I, I just got to I gotta get my shit together and just do it. So, yeah, if, uh, if there's anybody listening in and, and you uh, you got deep pockets and you want to fly me out there and have <laughs> me put on a conference or, or a fitness event or whatever, I'm totally game. I'll hop on a plane and, and Christo can make a fool out of me out on the surf too. So there you yes, have it. Exactly. Guaranteed. <laughs> well, thanks again, mate. All this right. has been wonderful. Cool shit, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me on. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.